Alright team, welcome back to the podcast. We are on episode 3 and today we are going to be chatting about how to automate habits. So, how to make things, what's the saying I always say, how to make conscious thought into subconscious action. So that means is the idea of I want to go for a walk every single morning, how do I then ensure that I do that? What do I do to make that a habit, to make it something I do all the time? Today we're talking about how to achieve that. Not just about walking, but about anything that you want to do in your life, which suits the goals you want to achieve. It's all about habit creation. Um, do you agree? Obviously sitting here with Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Um, um, yeah. Cool. So that's what today's about. Because ultimately, if you want to get a goal, you want to get a result, sorry, you have a goal and want to get a result, then you need to create habits which suit that result as its habits are what lead to creating a good, solid routine. Um and a lot of you think you need more motivation, and there are ways to increase motivation, but we're not going to talk about it today. But ultimately, when it comes to getting a result, it's not how motivated you are, it's how consistent you are. Yeah. What's, what's people say? It's not discipline, it's, no, it's not motivation, it's discipline. I think so. Obviously. Which, is that what people say? Um, it's something like, like that. I'm not motivated, I'm dedicated yeah, or something. I'm not, I'm not yeah, 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 yeah. Motivation won't always be around. So yeah, but it's such a bullshit term because when I, just, when I say, well, how do I get dedicated? It means nothing. Yeah. Uh, what de- what they, when people say that, what they mean to say is is they have solid habits in place which yeah. suit their uh, results they want to achieve. And there is a formula on how to achieve it. Okay, Jack. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Jay's going to be the quiz master. Yeah. And she's going to ask me questions. And I'm going to answer them on how to create habits. Okay, cool. So, um, how does one automate habits? <laughs> how so, does one turn subconscious thought into subconscious action? So, when it comes to automating a habit, the best thing I can ex- explain it to is um, food. Because everyone loves food. Yep. Uh, and it all comes down to four aspects. Cue, craving, response, reward. One of the most simple ones, like I said, is food. The response or the cue is I want to have a Pringle. The response is you eat the Pringle and the reward is it tastes really, really delicious. Um, Maybe a more other example would be putting on your shoes. You put your shoe on and the shoe's not tied. The cue is the shoe's loose. The craving is that you want that shoe to be tied for a comfortable fit. The response to that is you tie the shoe and the reward for that is then a comfortable fit. So when it comes to creating habits, the four aspects are cues, cravings, responses, and rewards. And what we can control are the cues and the rewards. Well, when I say control, what we can put into our lives is add in cues and rewards, which help us um, be more consistent and again turn conscious thought into subconscious action. That sounds pretty um, psychology. It based. is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're getting Professor, scientific. Yeah. Professor Jack. Okay, so all that psychology stuff, how does that relate to everyday life? So, so you've talked about putting on your shoe. I was talking about putting on the shoe there. That's, putting on the shoe is, a, is a probably one that you won't be able to relate to as much when it comes to fitness. Because when it comes to fitness, what I tend to find is visual cues are more effective than any other kind of cue. If you see it, you're more likely going to do it or more likely going to want it. Right, so, so like... For example, gym clothes. Yeah, perfect morning. example. I've heard that one. Yeah, um, if people say, I, if I get up in the morning, I don't go to the gym if the clothes are in the drawer, but if they leave the clothes out, then they're more likely going to go because they have the visual cue of seeing 
the clothes. Another one is if you leave your shoes out in the morning, you wake up and you see your shoes, the cue is, oh, I need to go for a walk and you're more likely going to do it. Same with weights. If you have your weights tucked in the loft or in a cupboard, you are not going to dig them out when you can't be arsed. If they're already out sitting waiting for you, then you're more likely going to go ahead and pick them up. So, I, had a, I had a pal at uni that used to do that. She used to, <laughs> she used to sleep in her clothes sometimes. I was going to say, I've heard people do that, yeah. <laughs> she slept in her gym clothes. Um, yeah, so that when she when her alarm went off, she was like ready to go, go and it was like zero excuses. I never slept in mine. Uh-huh. I, I, that's when I started, yeah. I, that's stinky. <laughs> that's what's stinky. Um, we judge, we judge you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I definitely, I put mine out. Um, but that was when I first heard about that, when I was going to, going to the gym in uni. Yeah, so I suppose in that sense, um, what you want to do is surround yourself with positive visual cues and reduce negative visual cues as much as possible. So, for example, if you want a better diet, then you need to stop surrounding yourself with quote-unquote food porn. Yeah, like the cookie pages. Yeah, all these cookie pages and these Instagrammable menus and the mac and cheese and the pizzas. If your Instagram is just full of that stuff, then you're going to be always wanting to eat it and you're not going to be, you're going to find it harder to stick to, let's say, cleaner diet, um, a healthier diet, if you're always seeing really unhealthy food. Same goes for your cupboards. If your cupboards are full of crisps, chocolates and biscuits, then they're going to have a constant visual cue of seeing those crisps, chocolates and biscuits and you're always going to reach for them. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know some of you may have kids in the house and you say, oh Jack, they need to have biscuits. Uh, then I would say have a biscuit chocolate drawer. Mm-hmm. A drawer that you only open yeah. to go into for that item yeah. and that way you're reducing how often you'll see it. Nine times out of ten, people put the biscuits next to or even their biscuit tin next to the bread next to the tea and coffee coffee. and when they open up just by seeing the tin they think oh biscuits yeah so just get it in a place where the only time you will ever visualize that like see it is when you're going for the item and you will limit the amount of times you reach for it and then increase yourself with positive visual cues so um you maybe with with your Instagram, just have more people that inspire you on your page. Maybe not with in terms of how they look, but people posting healthy recipes, yeah. people posting high protein recipes, people posting foods you love to eat that may be lower in calories. How to you know make a healthy tikka masala curry? <laughs> I don't know. Um, have more fruit in your kitchen and stuff like that. Surround yeah. yourself with just more healthy visual stuff over just all shite yeah um, like little positive no, I like to follow little positive thought pages and stuff yeah so yeah surround yourself with positive visual cues not negative ones so try and reduce your exposure to negative ones mm-hmm. and when I say negative I don't mean they're bad I mean just yeah. negative towards your goals, your goals yeah. and increase your visuals on positive ones uh, and the same goes for exercise as well um, if you want to have do more exercise then start adding in cues to your to your daily routine. Okay. If you have if you wake up by an alarm every single day, then have on your alarm, say, because you can put names on alarms, can't you? Oh yeah, on your phone. Yeah, on your mm-hmm. phone. So like, yeah, like go for a walk. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And leave your shoes out and leave your jacket out. Yeah. Um, other cues, forgetting about this, is things like um, weighing your food. Leave your scales out. Don't put them in the back of the cupboard. 
Because if they're tucked away, you're not going to you're going to go, oh, can't be fuck reaching for them. Yeah, I'll just guesstimate again. But if they're out, you're going to do it. Second one could be leaving notes. So the example I have for this is if you're somebody who maybe wants to be more of a positive person, then what I would suggest you do is you get a sticky note and on the mirror of your bathroom, right on that sticky note, think of three things that are positive. Then when you brush your teeth, you're going to see that sticky note. And once you brush your teeth, you're going to think of three things that are positive. Mm-hmm. Then you go back to the bathroom, you go to use the toilet, wash your hands, look up, you think of three things that are positive. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, over time, just by seeing your reflection, your brain is going to say, think of three things that are positive. Mm-hmm. So that the cue is looking in the reflection. And then you obviously initially have a wee note that says, think of things that are positive. So what you could do is you could attach new cues onto ones you currently have. So if you always have cereal for breakfast, then on the cereal box, put a note that says track your food, which reminds you to do it. You've got a new cue. If you always have oats for your breakfast, then on your microwave, put track your your food whilst I cook. Mm -hmm. Um, Therefore, creating a cue around you beginning to track more food. Um, When you go out for work, you always grab, if you drive to work, then you always grab your car key, no matter what you do. Every single time you leave for work, you're going to grab your car key. You can attach something to that car key, whether it's a note or a key ring or whatever, something specific, which reminds you that you need to do something, mm-hmm. which could be whatever it is you want to do. If you want to drink a glass of water before you leave for work, when you grab that car key and you see that key ring, fuck, I'm not having my water, I'll grab it before I go. Mm-hmm. Or have you tried your food? I've not done it yet, mate. I'll do it before I leave. And it just adds these small things onto your current cues because you'll have habits already. Yeah. You'll have habits. Everyone brushes their teeth, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> Everyone will have a cup of tea, a coffee, yeah. a morning beverage, or a bite to eat mm-hmm. in the morning. These are current cues and current habits which you do um, without thinking. Mm-hmm. These have become natural. When you walk into a dark room, you switch on a light because the cue is the room's dark, the action is, the craving is you want the room to be light, the response is you put a light on and the reward is the room lights up. Mm-hmm. So we all have these things in our life which are automatic. So what we want to do is, is attach things that we want to change onto things that are currently automatic mm-hmm. and then eventually they will become automatic themselves. So yeah. those examples we just gave. Yeah, with the wee sticky notes um, and the positivity, I would say like make make sure that they are positive because you always get that joke about like people putting on the fridge like a sign that says like shut the door, like you're not yeah. hungry, like things like that are like super negative. So negative, so you yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be telling yourself not to eat. You're just putting in those positive reminders. Yeah, like you're not saying, saying don't eat, you're saying track your food. Yeah, track yeah. your food or like go and grab that water if you're having your coffee and stuff. So yeah, positive things. Nice positive self-talk as well. If you find, if you work from home and you find you can be quite unproductive, then you could put a sign, your, a sign above your computer that says, are you being productive? Yeah. And every time you look at that, you go, oh, fuck, I'm not. I bring it back to work. Yeah. A simple way to increase your productivity. If you do find that you struggle to, um, I suppose, control yourself in the kitchen, something which I've been, I've not, I've not done this myself, I've been told works amazing, is putting a mirror in your kitchen. And apparently, when you see your own reflection, you then reflect upon yourself. Hmm. And when you walk into the More kitchen, psychology. yeah, <laughs> and you see yourself, you're more to go, no, I don't need that bar of chocolate, or no, I don't need that biscuit, and you're okay. going to put it down. So there's another thing, hmm. another cue you can do is yeah. just put your a mirror, just a small mirror in your kitchen, 
Uh, and when you walk into the kitchen and you see yourself, that cue is going to remind yourself, do I actually need this? Yeah. Um, or am I just eating because I'm bored or eating for whatever reasons? Yeah. Um, and if you do need it, you do want it, then you grab yeah. it. Yeah. But it just makes you stop and think yeah. when you see yourself. So there's a wee tip for you. Um, okay. So everything that you're speaking about sounds quite like you're getting that short-term reward. So obviously not, um, you know, not everything's going to be short term. So um, what, what do we do about long term things? So if, if my goal is to, um, I don't know, lose lose weight for my wedding in 12 months. Probably be married. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. Um, yeah, every time I said there's short term, what's so common is people sacrifice short term rewards and they hold out for long-term rewards, and usually that's where they end up failing. So, um, the short-term reward of eating a donut is it's delicious, but the long-term, quote-unquote, reward of eating a donut every day and too many donuts is I'm going to gain weight. Mm-hmm. And so the long-term, it's not a reward, mm-hmm. but short-term it is. So we need to balance these. Don't sacrifice short-term rewards for long-term rewards. And what I mean by that is, yes, if you eat healthier, move more, lift weights, and just generally live a healthier, generally live a healthier lifestyle, then the long-term reward is going to be you are going to feel fitter, you're going to have higher energy, you're going to have better mood, you're likely going to prefer how you look in the mirror, which means you're going to love yourself more, um, and you're overall going to have a better quality of life. That's a pretty fucking good reward. Yeah. But it takes a long time to get there, and you're going to have a lot of stumbles upon the way. Um, and what a lot of people do is they, they sacrifice way, way too much in the hope of achieving that long-term reward. And they go all or nothing mindset of, to achieve this, I need to eat, need to eat dust, chicken, yeah. lettuce, no chocolates, no pizzas. Yeah. Um, and they remove every idea of a short-term reward. So what we need to do is attach rewards to things. Like I said, the rewards of eating a Pringle is it tastes good? The reward of eating a pizza is it tastes good. And so when you don't, when you don't want to eat it, you never don't want to eat it. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking delicious. It's a good reward. Yeah. But you might not always want to work out. You're yeah. likely not going to want to go for a walk when it's raining because yeah. it's raining. And the reward is you're going to get soaked. It's not a good reward. Yeah. So what you can do is you can begin to add in your own rewards. So um, just examples are, right, If, if for every workout I'm going to do, I'm going to buy a packet of, Haribos, always be small bags you get. Mm-hmm. We snack packs. Yeah, mm-hmm. every workout I do, I'm going to get a snack pack of Haribos. Mm-hmm. There's a simple reward. Yeah. For every morning walk that I go on, I'm going to get my coffee when I come home. Okay. Um, if I go out for my walk at night, I'll get I'll get a dessert when I come home. Okay. Or um, I'll get my jammies on. Yeah. Or I'll get to have a cup of tea. Yeah. Um, and sit down and watch my favorite show. For if I track my meals. Monday to Friday, then I can have a large glass of wine on Saturday. Okay. Um, Sounds pretty good. Yeah, small yeah. rewards. And ultimately, if you're tracking your food, then these sweets mm-hmm. are going to be added in um, to your, your calories anyway. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go over, you're not gonna go over your input. Yeah. That glass of wine is going to be added in anyway. Even if it's not, the result of building these habits long term is going to lead to better results than eating a wee packet of sweets will. Mm-hmm. So my advice is would be to add them in. Um, so 
your habits are then creating that routine, aren't they? Yeah, your habits create a routine, your routine creates success. So um, if you want to get long-term results, then build in short-term rewards. And that's how I would do it. For every walk I go on, I get something for growing that walk. Mm-hmm. And I would, and then what you could do is you could then punish yourself for not doing it. I would advise against that because yeah. it then cr- might create a negative, unhealthy yeah. mindset. Like you could say, right, if I don't go for my evening walk, I then don't get, don't my, get my evening dessert meal. or yeah. my last meal yeah. or I, you know, I don't get my morning coffee and then you become a cranky bastard. Yeah. We don't want that. Uh, but what you will likely find is if you say, if I go on my morning walk, I get my coffee. If you skip the morning walk and you're having that coffee, you will be like, fuck, yeah, I wish I went on my walk. Yeah, I didn't earn this coffee. Yeah. And so it does challenge you mentally to then want, you then want to go on the walk because you want to feel good for the reward. Another simple one, that, I mean, and again, it doesn't have to be food rewards. Simple rewards can be checklists. If you wrote down, wait, today I need to walk 10,000 steps, I need to drink two liters of water, and I need to track my food. Track my food. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you go three days and tick them all off, and the fourth day you miss one, you're going to go, oh, fuck, man, I was, I'm gutted I didn't hit that. Yeah. And you're going to get a reward for ticking them off. Yeah. Because you actually get dopamine, which yeah. is the happy hormone from ticking off lists. It's an actual thing. So if you create lists and then tick them off, you will actually get rewards for doing so. Um, so create these immediate rewards and I tend to find immediate rewards work around treats that are already rewards so sweets coffees desserts pyjamas I find at night the best one is pyjamas and a dessert because if it's raining you're like that's fine I'm going to come home get into my cosy pyjamas and then have a wee yoghurt or ice cream or whatever yeah cup of tea I think the absolute worst thing that you can do like when you come home from work is like get into your jammies and like get all cosy because mm-hmm. that's you like that's the like we hold off on <laughs> getting jammies on until we've like taken the dog out his last walk and stuff because if you get into your jammies it's just game over you'll just let him out the back for the toilet yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I suppose if you're in your jammies, you're comfy and cosy. The queue, there's, there's no reward. Yeah, to get, there's, there's no yeah, reward there's no to get out the jammies. No yeah, there's, there's no that, the, yeah. Your, the reward has been given in yeah. the jammies. So try and yeah, try and Structure. set yourself up for success. Yeah, yeah. and that's a bit not relevant really habits, but I suppose again, it is. If you find when you come home and you you sit down and then because you sat down, you don't go to the gym, mm-hmm. then don't come home. Yeah, put your gym bag, put your gym clothes in your gym bag, and yeah, go straight there. Straight there. And if your bag's too heavy or whatever, then leave your gym clothes in the porch, walk in the door, drop your work bag, grab your gym clothes, turn around and walk back out. Yeah. Don't let yourself sit down. Yeah, it's just, what is this? That changing cue, isn't it? That changing habit. Because if you know if you sit down, you're not going to get back up, then stop sitting down because you're not going to get back up. Yeah. What does that say? Um, What's that saying? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. Yeah. So stop doing the same same, thing and then being like why is this not working because if you have the same routine then how do you expect to change yeah and the benefit here is as you build up positive habits you will then also knock away the negative ones as well um, which will then help you become the person as you want to be because that is the goal Um, if you want to become somebody who's fitter healthier happier then the negative habits that are not allowing you to be that person need to go 
and they need to be replaced with positive ones. And so that's how we that, that's how we do it. what we've just mm-hmm. spoken about. That's how we do that. Yeah. Um, so that's your immediate rewards. You then be able to create mid rewards, which would be buying new clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think this is more so for for females than yeah. guys, but <laughs> yeah. buying like a new set of yeah, gym clothes like new gym clothes is a, like a real reward. Yeah. And yeah. if it's a smaller size or a, a bigger size, you want to gain weight. Yeah. Uh, whatever your goal is, if you if it's going in the right direction, and that's also really motivating to get to wear your new gym gear, which is smaller, yeah. makes you feel good. And then long term reward of doing all this is going to be achieving your goal. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think as well just about the little. Uh, sticky notes that you were talking about mm-hmm. and I know some people might be like oh I'm not doing that it's silly or like you might feel you might do it but then feel silly but I would just always say like what have you got to lose from yeah totally nine times out of ten things that when it comes to changing something you feel like an idiot when you do it yeah when it comes to doing something which is positive so like people always think I would, again go in psychology mm-hmm. like mental health is a really easy one a really common one to talk about when it comes to like, if you want to become more positive mentally, you don't just click your fingers and become more positive. Mm-hmm. Like cold, one cold shower is a great example. People always do cold showers and then go, I just came out cold, I didn't feel better. It's like, no, that's not the, the point of the yeah. cold shower is one, it builds routine and habit and two, over a long period of time, yeah, the exposure to cold water helps build up mental resilience. Yeah which then makes you a tougher person mentally and it also does help build endorphins and make you more, what's the word, like clear your head and stuff. So long term, it does make you more positive. Mm -hmm. If you are having a really shit day and you're told, think of three things positive, I'm in a fucking horrible mood. Think of three things positive are not going to make me more positive there and then. And they're probably not going to make you more positive there and then. But it is going to create your brain becoming more positive and how it thinks and processes. Yeah. Because how your brain works is the more you think about something, the more pathways your brain creates to get there quicker. So if you're always thinking about something negative, then your brain is creating, if you're always negative thinking, then your brain is creating more and more pathways to get to negative thinking faster. So then by being negative, you become more negative. Yeah. So if you literally bully yourself, that's just fucking stupid, but you bully yourself to be more positive, you literally fake it till you make it. Yeah. As you do that, your brain begins to create more pathways to thinking positively. And then your brain will begin to automatically be more positive over being more negative. So at first, you will feel like a dick. That's fine. Yeah. Because long term, it's not going to make a difference. It's going to make, it's going to make, it's going to make, it's going to make a big positive difference. And then secondly, if it's in your house... Who's yeah, seen who it? Like, yeah, who cares? Nobody's from. seen it. The only person who's upset is you. And then I think lastly, you you might be thinking, oh, what will so-and-so think? But I always say this, you don't know what so-and-so's thinking. So if that is what you say in your head, what, what if so-and-so says this or so-and-so thinks that? Then you're not doing something because you or letting what you think somebody else is thinking stop you from doing it. But you don't know what somebody else is thinking, so it's just you thinking that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah? We're getting a bit, like, friends. They don't know, we know when yeah, they know. Yeah, but that's what I mean, though. Like, I can't sit here and see what Jenny's thinking, so I can't say, oh, what if she thinks that's bad, yeah. though? I don't know what she's thinking. Yeah. And so if, don't let it stop you. Yeah, and ultimately, like, you should, if, you're, if you do worry about what person in your house is going to think, you just... Talk to them. Yeah. 
communicate with them. Yeah. Say, this is going to help me because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And if they turn yeah. around and say, and get upset about it, then you yeah. call them a prick. They're not yeah. a very good partner. <laughs> yeah. So my fa- my favourite my favourite quote applies again. Yeah. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Nothing so changes if nothing changes. Change your habits, change your routine, change your life. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to find a way to get this quote in every single podcast we do. I guess I, I'm, I'm going to talk, I think this is important to we'll talk about this. Okay. Lastly, what I was saying there was about how um, fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. And... A big, big role that plays in automating habits is your identity and what you identify as. Where you, if you identify as somebody who will never have abs, then you'll never have abs. Okay. Example, more lifetime example is when I was at school, I used to always say I'm rubbish at maths, and I was I was shit at maths. I was terrible at it. I scraped my way through maths, and I always said I'm rubbish at maths. I just can't do it. I'm not, not, I'm just not good at maths. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was amazing at physics. Okay. And I studied physics up till advanced tire. Right. And then I dropped out because they stopped talking about time travel and I was like, okay, I don't care anymore. So I didn't I didn't complete advanced tire physics. Yeah. But physics is maths, Personally. but it's just applied to something. Yeah. So there's no reason why I couldn't be good at maths. Yeah. Because I was, was good at that, physics. Yeah, but because I told myself I identified as somebody who was shit at maths, therefore yeah. I was shit at maths. Yeah. And I identified as somebody who's good at physics, therefore I was good at physics. Your identity plays a huge role when it comes to creating habits everyone thinks I'll be happier when I become person B right now I'm person A I need to become person B mm-hmm. that's bullshit yeah. you need to start thinking and acting like person B now there's no reason why you can't be happy the way you are now yes getting that result might make you happier in certain ways but there's no reason why right now you can't be happy and by you saying I won't be happy until means that you're not going to be happy until you get it because mm-hmm. you're identifying as that. And the same goes for, oh, I'll never be somebody who goes to, who's a gym person. Like, I go yeah. to the gym, but I'm not a gym yeah. person. You are then identifying it. By identifying as that, you are limiting yourself to never being that person. So you need to start challenging yourself on what you identify as and catch yourself out when you say, that'll never be me. And right now you're thinking, oh, that'll never be me, be, that'll never mm-hmm. be me though. Mm-hmm. You need to just stop saying that and be more positive. And literally, like I said, fake it till you make it. Just start saying you are that person. Um, and something that really, really helps that is being surrounded by people who are like-minded and have the same goals, the same results. Mm-hmm. You are the average of the five people you spend time with. So if you spend time with five negative people who hate going to the gym, then you will be a negative person who hates going to the gym. Mm-hmm. But if you spend your time with five people who are very positive, and maybe they hate the gym but they love cycling and love fitness then you will still become somebody who's more positive and loves fitness and so just be very wary of one who you identify as and two who you surround yourself with if you're not if you're sorry if you're not surrounded by people who have the same mindset as you in terms of goals and if you don't feel like you're an environment of success then my advice is get an environment and if you don't know how to do that, then my advice is go on Facebook because there's probably about 50 million groups out there that are about yeah. fitness, health, and surrounding yourself with like-minded people. So that's the last point there, was just watch your how you identify yourself. Yeah. That makes a big that makes it will really affect how you will succeed with regards to creating habits. Yeah. I've heard that quote about 
you are who you surround yourself with. It's a great cliche quote, yeah. but it's very true. Yeah. If you're around negative people all the time, then you'll be negative. Yeah. <laughs> so tell Karen at work to fuck off when she moans about you not having a cake. Yeah. Oh, she's one cake. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. I don't want yeah. it. Yeah, Done. cool. Done. Finished. Right, guys, that's episode three. Thank you so much for listening in. I would tell you what episode four is going to be about, but I don't know, so I won't tell you. <laughs> um, we'll speak to you all next week. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, guys.